Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Pod channel with Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Welcome back to your life. We're not Mike Munro, we are Stacey and Christy, oh. and we are here to have a chat with you and a chat with a lovely guest because that's what today's all about on this channel. That's right. Uh, the pod channel is a place where we talk about our lives, our guest lives, and your lives, of course, which will be coming up on the Posse podcast tomorrow. But sidebar, this is your life. I used to dream about. That, that was my dream, that I would be on that show. That some, Having, I would be doing something as substantial that then they would be able to go back through my life and celebrate it. I feel like so many shows are coming back. P.S. Did you see Roseanne is coming back? That's not coming back. It's just playing reruns. No, mate. They've got a new season with the same cast. You obviously haven't had Channel 10 on in a while because they've been smashing it around Bachelorette in Paradise. Or Bachelor in Paradise. But I saw that ad and I just no, thought it was reruns. No, it's not reruns. It is like 20 years on. The All of the same actors and actresses are coming back. It's the whole same cast with a redo. It's like Will and Grace. Like wow. they're coming back. I was never so, into Roseanne. So I feel like I was a bit young for Roseanne. But so I feel like there is a chance that, who knows, Mike Munro could come back at some point down the track and by that point it could be This Is Your Life. I hope Remember I've got when- some small part in it where they do the videos <laughs> and we've been estranged. I live in Bali for two years and I come out through those big sliding doors. So I'm like, she's here. <laughs> I would never have guessed that Christy Mercer was a, a part of my story. Fancy seeing you. It's not about it's not about us right now. It's about Georgia Love because she is the lady that you're about to hear from in a couple of minutes' time. We really enjoyed this chat with Georgia. We did. We speak in length about Lee and their relationship and how they don't live together. You know, they're doing things their way, uh, but he's been the most incredible support for her. And and just the I guess the real honest truths behind. There are a lot of those truths behind what that first six months for them look like. I mean, mm. you come off a reality show. We all seen it with Sophie Monk and a few others. They don't last. Like, it's obviously pretty grueling. But then to put into the mix that you lose your mother. Mm. And also just about how she feels getting back into the news. Mm. It's true. Yeah, it's been quite a challenging time post the show. And... She was very, very open about it, which we just love about it. We've had her on the show before. We'll chuck in show notes the oldie app that you can catch the first time that we ever had her I on the podcast. I genuinely rate her. Yeah, like, same. Not that I would say that and not be genuine about it, but I think um, she is a oh, she's a really good egg and I think you guys are going to love this chat. Yeah, enjoy. Georgia Love, welcome to the Thinker Girls pod channel. Thank you so much for having me. It's really exciting to be here. I'm vibing it already. I know. We're loving that you're actually here in front of us because back in the day we did record a podcast with you. What were you doing when the last time we chatted was? Because we weren't just chilling in our own TG studio. We weren't. In my house. I remember it. I was pacing up and down my mum and dad's hallway because I was at home and I can't sit still if I'm on the phone. So I was just pacing. I think I got myself a glass of water. I think I'll be probably concentrating a bit more today. Let's put it that way. It's a 
you're from Melbourne. I am from Melbourne. Small Melbourne girl. Yeah, and I believe I grew up in the same suburb as Christy. Yeah, yeah. I know, which is so funny because it's like I feel like people that grew up in Beaumaris or Bowie, as it's affectionately Bowie. known, it's like the Bowie bubble. Oh, don't you reckon? It, it's basically well, summer. I, think I was used to give Christy shit at the space in the country. Like her, her sound, like going out yeah. is St Kilda. Like oh yeah, yeah. mate. I've made on a one big trip Saturday to, night. One trip to the CBD a year to go see the Maya Window for Christmas. Yeah, like, and that was, was a big thing. See, my thing was if there was a big musical in town, and the whole fact like we'd get the train in, so we'd have to drive ten minutes to the closest train station, yep. and then get the train in together. We'd go for dinner at Chinatown, like oh, the big, big outing. Thing. See, I live in a city like Essendon's. What maybe twenty minutes out of the city? Yeah. So the train line's straight there. So oh, just a very different kind of upbringing of Melbourne. Do you know what I mean? So you can all live in Melbourne, but then it's, well, you and I in particular, when we talk about it, had such different experiences. Oh, because people would ask, oh, you know, when you lived in the country doing the regional <laughs> stint, which I want to ask you about, P.S., Oh, where do we go? We're going to, going for a weekend. We're staying at Crown. Where do we go for dinner? And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I've got no <laughs> idea. Morris. What about uh, the lobster cave in <laughs> yeah. Morris Concourse? Or Ty Palace in Mentone's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Legit went there a couple of weekends ago with my family. <laughs> Fucking love that joke. Step up and love Lockheed. You tell me That's where we always went. That it was is. just near my school. It was across the road from our school. That's where my brother chose oh. to go for his birthday like a, a month ago. He's oh, 20. So good. Just make that clear. Oh, I miss the Bayside Bobble. Oh, the Rigatoni Godfather. It's not even on the menu. There's a hot tip for you. Oh, hilarious. Oh. Hilarious. Speaking of musical theatre, though, is that was you in, like, were you ever performing, like, doing that stuff? Like, was that yeah. a dream? Oh, it's point? it's still a dream, a very unobtainable one. Um, but, the, yeah, that was ab- absolutely my kind of other persona is I'd love to be on Broadway. I did really? a lot of shows actually when I was living in um, Tasmania. So you've always been a performer, that element of live. And, and obviously that's so much a part of what you do now. Yeah. So that's like you would always have been and always will identify as being a performer. Yeah, which is Ish. is funny because in some ways, yes, but then others, no. I don't look at what I do day to day in news presenting or news reporting I don't see that Mm. as performing whereas I suppose a lot of people would because so many people would feel uncomfortable in front of the Mm. camera um but I think if you perform in something like news it's really obvious and I think that's where the fine line is and that's why Mm. some people are are really good at it and others aren't because there is a, a really fine line between being on camera and being on camera, mm. yeah, you know, right. um, there's a job to be done. The camera yeah. is a way to communicate it, yeah, but it's right. not the focal point. Yeah, exactly. And I think it comes across if people are trying to perform. And then at another, news has turned like that, particularly some commercial mm, entities where, hugely. yeah, a lot of the reporters are. I don't know. Personalities in their own right, probably. To have their column on the side. Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of vibe? I definitely think it's changed. Um, I think there are more people who are wanting to do television journalism to become television presenters. Mm. Because to be fair, that is a gateway. I remember having a conversation with a guy from Channel 7 when I was looking to get into television presenting. Early days, hadn't even really jumped on air yet, but was working at Nova behind the scenes and was like, I think I want, you know, I think I was just getting the confidence to what I think I always knew but didn't have the confidence to pursue. And he said, look, don't even think about it from a just a general getaway presenting vibe. Um, it's just going to be too hard. You should go through news. Mm. And that is the advice. He was pretty high up. 
no, that's just not my path. I couldn't and do it. And I, I find that so strange it, because is, news is so hard. Yeah, it's interesting. It's so hard. But I feel like he meant that it was a, it's a way, it was the only real way in that he could see strategically yeah. for me to get a job. Which is really funny as well because I've always thought the opposite. I've mm. worked my butt off in news. Mm. You know, you have to have intelligence. I went, I got into a really difficult uni course. I worked really hard. I did all of this, move regionally, all of this. And then there is a football as well wives getting jobs on TV and things like that. So I always think the opposite. I think news is the hard way to become a news presenter because there are more people and there will be people listening to this thinking I'm sounding hypocritical because I was on a reality TV show. Um, But the funny thing is I had my career in television um, exceeded and grew exponentially faster and larger before I went on reality TV. Because we felt that with Kiss, to be fair. What do you mean? Well, I feel like we also oh, felt when you get we were the growing. Up the, yeah, yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of growing and had this kind of support, I suppose, that having the ability to have that control of your career and really be able to put effort into the grassroots of your craft, then very quickly the universe kind of seems to support that. Whereas when we got the big show or that commercial connection or that mm. commercial entity, whilst it definitely did expand our profile everything just took longer to turn over you know Mm. like it just was it a different kind of churning yeah i I can relate Mm. um but yeah sorry what we can i wanted i wanted to ask you about because i reckon you were probably the first of the bachelor or bachelorette those kind of series to be somebody that had honed their craft and worked in media prior to being behind the camera and we've seen it since with you know Sophie Mark and Old Mate Honey Badger etc etc even Maddie J to a particular extent that kind of you know like knows is media trained knows what to say what not to say feels comfortable behind the camera have you have you found that transition from going to actually sacrificing you know so much of your life really working you know actually doing that as a career have you found people are quite um I don't know, like do they scrutinise you for going, oh, well, you're just this random from a TV show. What would you know? And it's like, bro, I've been doing this for 10 years. Spot on. And that's exactly what I was worried about before Mm. I went on the show. I wasn't naive. I'm not dumb. I didn't think, great, this will be a launching pad for my career. I knew that it would actually inhibit me because I'm not a presenter. I'm not um, a celebrity. I was a journalist and a news Mm. anchor and I know how news directors think I know how other journalists think Mm. and they don't particularly appreciate or respect people who don't go through those avenues as we were saying before Mm. they they want to know that people have gone to uni have worked their butts off have gone regional all of this and I knew despite the fact that I had done all of that I knew if I tried to get straight back into news after the bachelorette people would have said, why is she here? She's only here because she was on reality TV. We don't. She doesn't have credibility. She doesn't have expertise. Even though I do, audiences are really fickle. And if the most recent thing they've seen me mm. on is passion guys on national TV, that's what they know me as. So do you feel like your career as as a journo has been held back because of Batchy? Yeah, definitely. I'm working back in news now um, for Channel 10 and that's come about in the last few months but it's nearly two years since I yeah, left right. Tassie to when did to you decide, okay, did you give it some time to try and, you know, the I guess the hype died down? You obviously had so much personal stuff going on yep. as well. 
Um, but did you have a, I don't know, I'm going to give this 12 months and see if the batchy stuff calms down and then I'm going to try and pursue news? Yes. And so I purposely didn't try to get yeah. back into it. Mm. But interestingly, I I thought that probably the news, the straight news part of my life was done because of the show. So I'm actually so thrilled and feel really fortunate to have been given the opportunity to go back into straight news because you know someone at channel 10 has decided no she's not just a reality person which Mm. of course I'm not but I'm I'm thrilled even that someone was able to overlook that and it is it it is hard any perfect example was two days ago I saw the article (laughs) and it was a nothing Uh so I I had a national exclusive I we found out that David Warner was flying into Melbourne. He hadn't been seen since his press conference. It was quite clear that he was flying into Melbourne to meet with Cricket Australia. For I was our the listeners, own- this is the Cricket Tampering. The bloody oh, yeah, scandal. It's a very good chance a lot of our posse aren't even familiar with it. But right. So it was very much in the media. Everyone's wanting to know what his next move is. Um, so... I was there at the airport, the only journalist, the only reporter there, and asked him why I was in Melbourne. Anyway, it was a, it was a big exclusive. All mm. the other networks took it from us. There's me with David Warner, you can and see I the was, vision is like yeah, it's weird because it's just you. It's like yeah, usually, there's not even any crowd. Yeah, exactly. No, you guys, bizarre. I got goosebumps. I was like, it's just yeah, this kind of intimate yeah. situation. So I was really proud of myself, like news director my chief staff were like good on you that was a bloody good get well done I was so proud of myself when I saw that all the other news um services took that vision I was like yes I've done really well I wake up the next day and news.com has written an article saying the awkward moment David Warner doesn't recognize bachelorette Georgia Love it's like you're not what there the as hell the bachelorette. exactly yeah, yeah. it made me furious <laughs> I wasn't there as The Bachelorette, one. Secondly, who cares if he recognised me? That's not the point. I wasn't there as some kind of weird celebrity to celebrity I interview. hated the headline because it, it alluded to the fact that you had somewhere been worried about that. Yeah, yes. That's what pissed me off And that it. I'd been sent there because I was The Bachelorette. As some kind of a sketch, some kind of a, um, I don't know, a like interim piece yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so it infuriated me because I thought I've been back in news working Working as a, a straight news reporter, you know, I've been reporting on things like home invasions and court stories and serious news. But when there's a celebrity involved, all of a sudden I'm Bachelorette Georgia Love. Do you like, move you, on? Do you reckon you'll ever be able to shake that? Um, look, I, I don't want to shake it. I think that's a, a negative way about it, and I don't want to ever kind of say that I wasn't involved in that. I had a wonderful experience. I loved my time on the show. I've met a wonderful man out of it and I'm really happy and I will never, ever take away from that. So I don't want to shirk that, but I just wish that when I am doing my job, people will remember that, that that is my job, that I'm not just always former bachelorette. Well, in fairness, it did, once you, you know, you read it, it did feel stupid, like yes. from their from their perspective. Yeah. So I do think that will die down just because it'll get to a point where there's no story. Well, that's for the you thing. just doing yeah. your job. I do think because there will not be any more you can pull. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. they've done one where they're like, he didn't recognize her. Okay, well, what's next? Now what? You know, yeah, like, exactly. You might have yeah. to interview someone about love. They might chuck something out about that. Yeah, mm. but I think slowly, surely. 
it will will die down. I want to ask you back to when you decided to go into news, though. What mm-hmm. was that journey like? So did you approach a few stations just like you would if you had never been on The Bachelorette saying, here's my reel? Or how did you get back? How did you get back into it? And was was it difficult? Um, I've I've had ongoing communications with especially Channel 10, but actually all of the networks. Um, I've done a lot of work with Studio 10 mm-hmm. ever since mm-hmm. I finished the show, which I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was already in Channel 10 a lot. Um, Studio 10 is a news program, so that was kind of already there. And the the national news director from Channel 10 actually started the conversation with me about okay, would mm-hmm. I be interested in, in getting yeah, back cool. to news, um, which I love because it was a natural thing. It wasn't me knocking down doors Um, As I said before, I was happy to step back from it because I didn't want to leverage off having a profile from The Bachelorette because that's Mm. not what I want to be always known and remembered for. So the fact that they came to me and said, would you like, would you be thinking about getting back into news? And I just jumped at that because... As I said earlier, I didn't think I would get that opportunity, so I was so thrilled too. Yeah, and right. I love being back out on the road. I feel useful again. It's you can true. see that. Yeah, you can see like that. It really does. Oh, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's not kind of like a. It doesn't Novelty. seem no. You're it's not like not there's the Bachelorette yeah. girl being a news reporter. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and that's what like I was that. scared of. No, 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 no it, it does. Good. I feel better. Because you're a journalist, exactly. But it doesn't. But even Imagine on the show, Fro, hopping up oh, there, like, even, even trying the radio thing. That's awkward. Like, awful. Yeah, but is. even you on the, you got that sense from the show itself. You know what I mean? Like you got an essence of who you actually were, what your passions were, the fact that you were a journo. It was a big part of your life. You made these yeah. big sacrifices. Yeah, I don't know. I just. Although those shows are, you know, produced and edited, I think you still get a bit of a sense or a vibe for who people are. Absolutely. And who you are during that show and maintained throughout and after, I think it just has continued to make sense. Oh, It wasn't like you went on there. You know, you get a sense where people are like, oh, she's just been told to say that or she's just here to boost her career. You kind of got a vibe that it wasn't that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. My dad always laughs at me because in the first episode, someone asked me what I thought about coriander and I said I'm ambivalent towards it, and my dad always laughs because he said I don't think anyone in the history of Bachelor or Bachelorette has ever used the word ambivalent, let alone towards coriander. Exactly to coriander, I'm like you that doesn't exist. You, you might have really hate it. How can someone be ambivalent to coriander? But I liked it because it seemed like you were true to yourself because you were quite serious <laughs> in terms of being a bachelor or a bachelorette compared to other mm. people on the show, which. 
I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say you're a serious person, but you were on there for a serious reason. You yeah, could see exactly. that. And I yeah. think that's funny. I think the show has changed so much over yeah, the I years. Never, I never. I don't watch it. I fucking profit. I'm all about it. I love it. Mercy's obsessed. I'm watching Bachelor in Paradise now. I'm all over it. It's it's changed a lot, a lot, and you know it had changed from the start to when I was on it, and it's changed a lot again since. But all all I will say about the fact that it's changed is I was so happy with my season. I loved it. Mm. I you know it's obviously ended really well for me um so i yeah i loved it it doesn't matter what i think of the show now it doesn't matter what i think about it when it started i loved my season but speaking of how stace you just mentioned before how much you're sharing how much you're not bits you're portraying like i feel like you and lee like when you look at your social media pages you're like oh yeah um this is legit (laughs) like i'm really getting that sense but is that ever a thought process where you're like how much are we sharing how much are we not people obviously dig us in our relationship they feel invested think, after watching us I think we us. spoke about this last time yeah, too has which is funny because ch- it was really early on then. yeah mm. has it changed it probably has I forget what I answered then but now I certainly think I, I don't stop and think about what I'm sharing and what should we mm. share and what shouldn't we because I think that's when it comes across as false and I think you know the people who like us and who follow us like us because we are real and we do share what is real and we'll do everything you know we'll share something from a red carpet where we're all dressed up to the nines and looking great and then the next day we'll share something on the couch or I'm poking fun at him or something because that's actually our life. It is in all red carpets and sparkles and everything. Mm. So um, I, I don't like to think about what I'm posting because I think then it's false and social media is so false as it is yeah. in so many ways. I want to still be myself on there from that I feel like as well I get a sense and again it's a social sense we know each other but not to the point we're Mm. hanging out you know on the weekends but I get a sense that you both are quite independent people oh very much yeah Mm. and And that's something that drew us towards each other as well and how does that play out day to day or in your relationship like what do you join and what do you have that's fairly kind of separate? Well we still live separately so Mm. that's that's a massive thing and then that's just a simple way of you know we we don't see each other every night because some nights kind of I've just got too much shit to do at home so I'm not mm. going to see you tonight mm. um we're, we've both got really wide friendship friendship groups uh, you know rather both of us are the same we don't have a group that was all our besties mm. at school and are still our besties we've all got lots of um friends from different groups so we very much want to nurture those friendships mm. as well and sometimes that involves each other and sometimes that's just no I want a night with my girlfriends he wants a night with his guy friends um and also we are lucky enough to get invited to a lot of things and I think earlier on we were kind of like this is really cool we're getting invited to stuff let's go to things because it's exciting mm. now it's got to the point where I'm like I don't want to see the Star Wars movie with you take a mate and he's like I don't Fair want to go to that cool. music I, I got off that pretty early I, I, was like, I was like oh I remember the first movie premiere I was like pass, pass like, oh yeah. really and I was like yeah <laughs> yeah I'm more in, I'm more into that I reckon what the Star Wars movie? No, just the j- event thing in general. Yeah, Stace is very much like oh, yeah. There's not much you, um, you get a bit like oh about, and like it's that the photo thing. Yeah, I and I, it's yeah. it's been a matter of us becoming more comfortable with each other and in our relationship as well. That and I think this is a really good sign of being comfortable with someone is that you can say mm. no, I don't want to do that. You go. I don't mm. want to do it though. But it's powerful, isn't it? Because I think for so long, I don't know if it's a, a chick thing, but I think very quickly you start to think of a few different options before you ask yourself what you want 
Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Mm. It, it kind of is like, I think that might be an, it might be an age thing, it might be, I don't know what it is. But for me, I definitely took me a while and still learning to go, what's the right thing to do? Should I go here? Mm. Should I do the red carpet? Should I not? Should I, have I seen him this many times this week? Yeah. Rather than just go, what the do you want to do mm. yeah I, I've become much more like that in the last probably I think the last year might be an age thing mm. yeah I think it probably mm. is and when you go through big things um in your life you know from for me my whole world has changed so much in the last two years mm. um because of the show I've moved to a different state I've obviously got a new partner and my mum passed away my whole family world has changed so much has changed that I have kind of I could be left floating around not knowing what to do and the best way to find myself in this new version of myself and my new world is going well what do I want mm. what do I want to do and I it, it's quite invigorating doing that, like I said doing that if someone asks you out for dinner and you're exhausted and you're tired and you're looking forward to a night off someone asks you to go do something it's okay to say no mm. i think as well it's also okay to change your mind yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. That's a big one too yeah. i think we often are like oh i've booked in i've gotten home and now i don't want to go mm-hmm. you know i feel exhausted mm. if they're your friend they're mm. gonna get it they're I mean, going to get it and also you're minimum 60 minutes doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need an hour. Yeah, yeah. But, but I suppose with new relationships and, and yours was unique in the sense that people were what the whole country was watching you guys fall in love. And it's funny because I know Stace talks a lot about this after 10 months moving in with Ben, talking about having a family, like those things to the exterior world mm-hmm. can feel like, whoa, that's happened kind of quick or, you know, things – um, not having this stereotypical, oh, we've got this honeymoon period and we're just kind of taking it slow. Like there was stuff that went down in your life, like as you said, losing your mum, which, I, you know, you just can't even imagine what that would be like to go through and with your family and and to be in a new relationship at the same time. Was leaning in hard? Like was there part of you that had to really um, – not force yourself, but you had to remind yourself to do that with somebody that was still quite new. Mm. Yeah, it was mm. incredibly hard. And I actually think that period was harder on Lee than it was on me because I had the support. Obviously, mm. emotionally, it was actually, incredibly hard on me. Yeah. Yeah. But I had the support. Everyone knew my mum had passed away. I had the rest of my family feeling the same thing. I had everyone checking in on me, everyone doing all the things that you do in those situations. And Lee is there two days into a brand new relationship he didn't know any of my two family days, any it? of my friends it was it was 24 hours after the finale went to air which was the first time we were allowed to be seen together so it was it was one day after really we were properly together he had met my dad and my sister that was it I mean, he, he met my mum in in hospital but I mean you know kind of properly met outside of mum being sick um, he knew none of my friends none of my friends even knew I was with him until 24 hours before it was that situation is so much pressure and so bizarre as it is to then have on top of that oh hey you know this brand new girlfriend who you're still getting to know you have to be there as her support not just for her but for the rest of Australia who's watching and seeing if you're doing that all right that's full on and no one was there checking on him no one was asking how he was doing 
everyone was asking how I was doing Mm. and it was really hard on him and full disclosure it was really hard on our relationship we had a very rocky first six months Mm. and I'm not afraid to say that because we're very strong now and I don't think we would have been if we hadn't have gone Mm. through that we'd be in a very different relationship but we had a really rocky first six months and and I cannot imagine what his position was like and vice versa. Was that because of Christy's question in that you had all these people to lean into so he was here wide open leaning into you and you didn't necessarily lean into him because the um, grief, you go where you feel better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Almost the opposite, oh, to be really? honest. Uh, for me, I was like, you're my partner. You have to be here and help me. You have um, to understand when I break down and act like a crazy bitch. And he's looking at me going, I've only ever not, you know, we, we, the show filming was three months. Then there was three months where we weren't allowed to see each other. We saw each other just a couple of times in secret. So really we're in the very, very, very Mm. early stages of our relationship. When we had. On the outside, it would be, you've gone on for a couple of of days. days. Really? Exactly. And so he knows me. So if you're looking at that, sorry to interrupt on the outside, there's a pretty good chance a lot of people are going. I'm going to have to leave this to the side for a bit. Absolutely. Yeah, if you take away the cameras yeah. and the fact that yeah, you're yeah, on a yeah, show, yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. And he's, he's still getting to know me. And he met this happy, fun, silly, jokey person who I am and I still am, but then the worst thing in my world has happened to me and all of a sudden I'm miserable all the time and crying at the drop of the hat and angry and grumpy and going through all of the stages of grief and he's kind of going... I don't know who this person is and I don't know how to help you Mm. because I've just met an entirely new person. Whereas you think, you know, years into a marriage, if someone has something traumatic happen to them, their partner understands, okay, I can see the signs of what this is doing to you because I know you don't usually crack the shits if the rice Mm. isn't cooked properly. I know that's the grief. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but Lee all of a sudden is going, you know, you're a crazy bitch. Can I note? He never said that. I'm, oh, I'm, no, no, your I'm thinking head. We this. got it. Yeah. Um, if you didn't get it, then you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying a bloody headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. says Liam no, thought no, no. he was a crazy bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was learning about each other in a new relationship. It was learning about how to deal with a public relationship. It was learning to deal with being pipped out into the real world after you've been nurtured and babysat and sent on helicopters and mm. dates with champagne. And it was learning to deal with extreme grief all at once. I legit cannot even think of one more thing to put a relationship through. Like if you're not if you're not thinking, yeah, this is pretty solid coming out the back end of all of that stuff. Like the, is there part of you that goes, well, we wouldn't be where we are now or as close as we are or as strong as we are? Absolutely. Had we not gone through and that. And I don't know where we would be if not for this, because it has been so formative. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, we, well, you we might know because it's no, what your relationship exactly. Have you had to go through grief of the beginning of your relationship? Um, yeah, we, well, we never honey, had. Yeah, we never had. a honeymoon period mm. that you'll have through life if it's mm. that's the way. And I do believe that. I think a consistent kind of loveliness across a lifespan is definitely going to pack a punch better than six months of you know, yeah, exactly. bang, bang. But, of course, just like every anybody else that gets that, mm. that's that was something you guys didn't have. And we literally didn't get that yeah. opportunity. Yeah. We had we had a few dates 
um, with cameras it, around us. Yes. Then we had three weekends that we were allowed that we saw each other in between, and we had just completely to ourselves. And then we had twenty four hours of media interviews after the finale, and then Mum died. So we we literally never had the period at the start of the relationship where you just sleep in all day, go out for brunch, sit with one of each other. Yeah, kind of all over the shop because you're completely broken. Absolutely, you know, like that's hard. I know that's just one component, but it's but our second night together as as a couple that was allowed to be together, that people knew we were together. Our second night was spent with him literally holding me as I screamed and shook for hours and hours and hours and we didn't say anything I just screamed and he held me for hours and that was our second night together ever and no shit no and no amazing sex is beating that though as much as it's awful to see that and hear that from you and that's just so awful that you've gone through that there's also something poetic about yeah, that I I can't. Connection, you know, I really can't imagine anyone else in the world having been like that with me then. And he didn't freak out. Mm. He may have behind the scenes, yeah. but in front of me, he didn't freak out. He stepped up. He messaged everybody I knew that that day to say hi. I'm Lee. Um, wow. I'm wow. George's boyfriend. I'm just letting you know that this thing has happened. You know, he went out and he, he cooked for my whole family. He met everyone all in one go. And often on being on a show like The Bachelorette, people often say, do you ever think, you know, sliding doors, what if you'd chosen Maddie? What if you'd chosen someone else? I cannot imagine anyone I've ever met in my entire life being as good as Lee was even just that night. Yeah. So, you know, everything happens for a reason and here we are. We would love to have you answer a Posse member's question um, for our TG Posse Asks episode tomorrow. So it's where they write in on Facebook or like Insta message us where they're like, hey, I've got this life crisis. Can you celeb guess help, please? Oh, God. I don't know if I'm the best person to ask, but I'll try. Okay, that'll be up uh, on tomorrow's show uh, if you want to... Find out about any more about Georgia. Make sure that you're following her on Instagram, Georgia Love. And also we'll put in show notes all of the references to the last podcast and the last chat we had with her if you want to pick up any bits and pieces from there. But the Posse podcast will drop tomorrow on Think Girls Pod channel. If you've enjoyed the show, uh, please subscribe. You can listen to us on iTunes, your favourite podcast app, or, of course, stream from our website. Yeah, and if you have a quick second, it really makes such a difference for you to give us a rating or chuck us a review, even if it's a couple of words. It really helps helps us get out there even more so or tell a mate that you like the show and maybe they'll dig it too please download the podcast app in their phone or show them how to because sometimes it's just as simple as not really understanding the podcast world and for those of you that join us every week you know that it's quite Mm. a simple thing and that we're all podcasters uh, but not everybody's quite there yet so we need your support with that thanks children love thank you so much Time of the week is that is when we get to go live with you, our posse, and chat about whatever you guys want. We absolutely love going live on Facebook, but you'll only get notified that we're online if you follow us, the Thinker Girls, on Facebook. Yeah, we get to say hello to you, give you guys an update on hashtag our lives, and answer the questions that you've been dying to ask us. So once a week, make sure that you hang in on the Thinker Girls Facebook page to find out when you can find us. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 